Hey guys, what's up? Keegan here. Welcome back to another episode of Producer Jungle. This is the podcast where, I mean, to me, the music industry is a jungle. Who knows what's going on? Uh, but I want to hop on the phone with as many people as I can and see how they've gotten to where they've gotten, how they've achieved what they've achieved. Um, pick up some insight, figure out how things are done a little bit to, I mean, not only help myself out, but through recording these conversations and putting them out there, maybe helping you guys out too, uh, speeding up the process of being a producer, being an engineer, or I mean, hell, I've talked to artists and marketers and you name it. So it's just, it's an area to help people in the music industry excel. And that's the goal. So Gel Beats is a guitarist, I believe first and foremost, uh, you'll hear throughout the chat, but he recently got uh, some loops, some guitar melodies in a producer grind melody pack. And that's super exciting. So I really wanted to hop on the phone with him and find out how that came to be. Also how he's doing and what he's up to. Um, and it made for a really great chat. So here's episode nine of Producer Jungle featuring Gel Beats. Enjoy. There you are. Hello. Hey, what's good, bro? Oh, Jill, how are you doing, man? How are you today? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, bro. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Um, it's a sunshining day where I am, but uh, are you in the Yeah, I mean, right for now? me, it's snowing like crazy snow, bro. Oh, I figured that. I'm in Saga. How's it looking? It's, it's decent. I mean, it's the most snow we've seen in a while. So, I mean, yeah. this is it. This is yeah. where it starts. Um, you you had some uh, some really cool stuff happen that I would love to ask you some questions about and get some insight on if that's cool with you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I haven't I haven't really looked into deep. Like, I can't really remember exactly how all this happened because it's just like is the producer grind stuff, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the way that happened was I think it was someone who told me to uh, send them like a loop. Okay. The email and then they just randomly reached out and then from there it was just took like a couple months there's a bunch of producers just worked on like loops for them and yeah so did you have loops prepared i did not actually i it took me some time to like i've been changing my mixing for guitar like over time like even now like i just realized every single time i make something i'm like okay it's trash <laughs> like um but that's just that's just how you grow right like at, the more you know the less you think you know so yeah. i think that that saying is pretty important that's being an artist man honestly yeah. yeah so you got the word that hey producer grind's looking for some loops uh whether that person can be named or not that's fine but then you got you got the word and what did you do you started recording things did you have a reference what happened from there um i I just went off my regular process. Just I like to go um, anything that's go with anything that's catchy and just. So I, I come from like a guitaring background. I've been playing since I was like ten, um, right. and my go-to is always fingerstyle, percussive techniques and stuff. But when you translate that into uh, the DAW and like have other producers use it, you have to be careful with how you mix everything because you don't want certain, you know textures or certain things static and all that stuff so it becomes like a more tedious process um but 
essentially, yeah, you just layer one by one. You start with the chords, then you go with the melody, um, and you just want to add dynamic uh, range to the entire composition and stuff. Um, and their goal wasn't to have exclusively just guitar loops. They were saying like they wanted like a mix of other uh, like layers, whether it's pads or bass or anything that you can add, like flutes and stuff, other counter melodies. They just wanted like a composition that was guitar centric. So I just went with the flow. Okay, because I did hear a couple of the examples up there. So were all of the additional layers from you as well? Yes. Yep. Okay, so you sat down one day, you put some, you recorded some guitar, and then you just started what? You opened up Exhale, you opened up some pads, and how many did you make? So I, I, I produced an FL Studio. Um, I open up, um, whether it's like one-shot sounds or any, anything that I can get my hands on that's um, more so on the post-processing side than the actual sound itself. Um, so like, adding whatever effects using RC20 or just whatever plugins that I can use. I, I actually love uh, uh, FabFilter Q3. I think that's like the like a golden yep. uh, EQ and it's like underrated in the sense that EQ goes a long way Yeah, for a lot of uh, mixing. Um, so I just constantly layer different um, effects and stuff. But yeah, I mean, the process is is always different. Like for me, it's based on the groove and the rhythmic feel so like the bpm but also like whether which guitar that i use like if i use a nylon string or use an electric guitar um lately i haven't been using much distortion in my loops uh initially i used guitar rig and i enjoyed like you know like all the distorted um feelings and stuff but then my plugin broke so then i'm just like <laughs> naturally uh because of that my my sound shifted in a good way um because it started sounding more authentic and like um, and yeah, now I'm shifting it again. So it's just, it's always dynamic. Like every single loop that I make is, is kind of its own process. Awesome. Now I haven't said this yet, so I apologize, but first and foremost, congrats, man. That's, it's super. Uh, <laughs> you guys yeah. Thanks dude. Thanks dude. Uh, for me, it's like, I'm all, I'm, uh, what I find interesting about like producers, just like everything is, you're already looking at the next thing or you already are working on the next thing once something like that comes up because it's those types of projects are take like months. Right. right. Or like, so it's just even like the, the artists, like the placements that I've gotten, like um, to the consumers, like the stuff just came out. But like, for me, I was already like jamming back, back, way back. <laughs> so now I'm already working on something else. So. Okay. So it's cool how that lag, that lag isn't, you don't realize that until you, experience it right it's right, like right it, it, what's what's new to you is old to someone else yeah. um how long have you known about this can i ask that known about what that you would have some melodies being released on this pack oh um like um like um what is it two months oh you had to keep that that a secret eh? yeah basically <laughs> oh yeah um, it's, what is, yeah. what is the, uh, what's your guitar setup right now for recording? Um, I just had the Focusrite, uh, 4i4, I think it's 4i4. Um, and I just have my like Gibson Les Paul plug in. Uh, I always keep it plugged in and, um, I don't get too technical with the recording process. Mostly, uh, the work's being done, um, on, on the DAW itself. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I'm still like a student of that game. 
a recording game. So yeah. What inspires you for for melodies right now? Chord structures. Anime. Anime. Love it. Yeah. Anime. Um, like any sort of music. I like all sorts of music, and I think a lot of people, musicians who appreciate like the good side of every genre, is it goes a long way because you you get to you're like a blend of everything it's because then you like different types of artists and different mm-hmm. types of um, like completely different vibes. And then you're, you're essentially the mix of all those vibes. Right. So that, I think that that part is cool. Okay. So I'm pretty far removed from anime right now, but what are you rocking with? Um, all the like mainstream, to be honest, I'm not like a big anime person in terms of like, like knowing everything about animes. I know there's this dope anime called Jujutsu Kaisen that's out. Um, okay. It's like a few episodes in, but I think the art is cool. But like when it comes to anime, Japanese progressions and core progressions are always so crazy. You can just learn so much. You, even like Korean core progressions or Indian core progressions, like yeah. every single country has its own taste. And it's like, you can bring um, a blend of it. And it's cool that it's it's kind of untapped bringing a hip hop rhythmic like drum vibe onto those progressions right i mean it's not en- entirely untapped like it's being done in the industry like for years now it's just there's so much more than just the tracks that are out there for sure and i think that there's a lot of people that don't even know that there's more scales than just the western scale yeah yeah that's true hmm. um yeah i could talk about that stuff for a while just in terms of like where you get your creativity from. I think beat block is like technically shouldn't be a thing because I mean, it goes the same with writer's block, but I feel like artists have it way tougher than producers. But when it comes to beat block, I think the number one thing that people can do is just listen. So just like look at like hear any sorts of like music that you haven't heard of, um, any inspiration or even just like tutorial videos. Um, as soon as you get inspired, like a small spark, like, oh, I want to do that or I want to sound like that, then you just, you go off. Yeah, that, that, uh, that was a game changer for me too. I think it was, I was listening to like Rick Rubin talk about it one day and he was just saying like, just go to a gallery, go see a movie, go walk by the beach or something. Yeah, yeah. There's so much to tap. It's insane. <laughs> like I remember a point for me, I, I think a lot of people, I know a lot of producers right now still and they're so hungry to work to get placements to this to that but they don't realize that like they're they're just making the same beat over and over and they're not really expanding their horizon of art see see, on that on that front that's why i found it cool because i started mid 2018 ish for fun and then i started making beats like i went to work um i'd listen to the card i'd learn the daw like apply a technique like that was just me starting FL and it was all for fun for a full year. I didn't come out with anything. It was literally, I had no expectation. I didn't even know much about like, I didn't have an IG. Like it was just all um, um, like doing stuff on my own. And then I came out with music. And at that point I was already, I learned so much and applied so much that you could start adapting. And the people at the top don't really have time to learn. They only have time to like pull out their existing knowledge. Right. So if you're at the bottom, you sh- you actually have an upper hand. You should uh, you should be like grinding like crazy, um, trying to beat them on the on the scale of sound, right? I love that. That's a really cool uh, thought there. It's true too. I agree. Yeah. 
It's, um, it's like we have a lot more power if you think about it. We do. It's, it's the same thing where it's like the younger you are too, the more energy, the longer you could stay up. Yeah. So grind it out, put your hours in now because it will catch up to you at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And also in terms of like when you're talking about like people doing the same thing, for me, it's always been, it feels weird doing the same thing. Like I can't, every single one of my project files are so weird and different. It's just like, I can't, like I literally start like back then I remember starting like, like type beats and stuff. And then and my goal was to create those mix, uh, perfect mixes um, and the sound selection and stuff. There's always context for everything, whether it's a beat battle, whether it's for an artist, whether you make a live beat and then given that context uh, you can make like a like it doesn't matter what you make it's just it's based on the energy and and if you execute the vibe but I think um, like just standing out and picking new stuff and experimenting that's where you're actually evolving your sound so whether you can just sit down and your goal isn't to make just like a beat for anything it's just you having fun that's that's you evolving so i think that type of session is important where you're experimenting absolutely agree with you absolutely so there's there's a, i'm curious about something else so this year 2020 it has been absolute mayhem but i want to know we're coming to the end of it now but let's just let's i don't know if you have or not but let's recap it a little bit for you 2020 in your musical journey as a producer what did you want it to be? I bet January you planned for something maybe and then that just did not happen or it did. But if we can, let's think about 2020 for a little bit. And as a producer, what was it like for you? So in terms of our roadmap, it's like I'm just going with the flow. And I thought at my world was basically just a beat battle stuff initially, like world beat battle. You've, um, done, you've done a bunch of those. If you could just fill me in real quick, what's your history with beat battles? Yeah, so I mean, I I tried to sign up for the the World Beat Battle like end of 2019, um, and then I you know they have like two um, pre screens that yeah I mean you have to pay as well for the second pre screen, but I was committed to to you know putting my money on my beat and and um, and basically you go on stage and you perform uh, your beat and you try to beat a bunch of other producers at it um, in, a, in a competition, but. Um, that didn't end up happening because of COVID. So we right. didn't do, do it in person. They started taking it to the online um, game. And from there, it was it was just, I think they streamed on Twitch and then people would vote and stuff. Um, but it was cool. It was just, I already had kind of my, my I was in my zone to like make beat battle beats at that time. So I was just going with the flow in terms of like trying to capitalize on um like my time and it was COVID, but you could still, it's kind of an opportunity that, that would be lost un, unless you take it. Right. So, um, uh, with world beat battle, these guys are, they did like battles every two weeks. Was it, I think. Um, but it, it was pretty dope. Like there's a lot of producer talented producers. Um, and your goal is just to create that movement, um, and that energy and the engagement and really evolve my sound. I think beat battles is a good way to practice, um, again, on pressure, whether it be like with Kenny Beats uh, beat battles, because uh, those were on time limits, um, and I was I wasn't always making something that was amazing. It was just what the, were those? I, I saw from the outside perspective you were doing some stuff, Kenny Beats. I know some other names that pop it up too, but what were those? 
so he basically Kenny just because of COVID, I guess, um, he stopped doing the cave and he uh got the idea of streaming on Twitch. So it's a Twitch is a gaming platform, uh, or I hope a streaming platform for for game designed for gamers initially, but um now it's like a lot bigger than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he had a Discord as well. I don't know if you've heard of Discord. Mm-hmm. It's it's, a, it's like I guess you could re- replace Skype and um it's like lobby for gamers to like chat and like um essentially just talk talk to one another um but yeah i mean discord is a lot bigger than that because people there's a lot of dope servers where people give away free sounds uh advice you can ask questions It's, it's a huge like multiple communities it's insane like twitch is just so um uh big right now in terms of like all the 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 music that's been growing a lot of youtubers are hopping onto twitch and stuff um and you get basically you break that barrier of entry um where other platforms like ig um maybe you might not get that message back um and twitch they have a lot less um they're a lot more open basically because they're more close it's a lot more connected to the streamer so you have more power to like create a uh, to be heard basically okay now on the Kenny Beats ones, what was he doing there? Yeah, basically he was just he sent out a sample on his Discord. You have to be subscribed to his Twitch to access that sample, and um, he did that every Monday for basically a battle of multi, as many producers. So sometimes it would be like three hundred to four hundred, wow. sometimes even five hundred different submissions. Um, that basically you have a one hour time limit to like implement the sample. Oh, and um essentially you just have to get voted up to 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 then be screened by Kenny and then he picks the winners of those vote voted um but i mean it it was more it was more so like for me i i started literally from his first battle stream so i went from 1 to like 19 i think wow um i missed like 3 or 4 in between but it was like it was like a routine every monday i would just like um, get used to that and there's so many dope uh, producers I met off of Twitch and off of uh, his uh, stream and like fellow winners and stuff um, I feel like insanely humbled to like even be on like see eye to eye with them when they're so ahead in their um, journey as a producer right so right because for me I don't even have that much music out yet so it's literally yeah. just this, yeah, this starting for me yet is the word that's awesome man um, yeah man what else what else happened this year for you music um i also on the side so battles for exposure growing my sound um and then on the side i would just try to like network and uh work with other uh producers and artists um and yeah side projects i mean the guitar projects are there but there's a lot of uh recognition and um I guess reach that I got from the Kenny B battles mm-hmm. um, through my, I guess, whether it be SoundCloud or whatever platform I would get messages to work. Um, and from there it was just, it slowly just paved my sound. Cause I never thought I would. Um, I mean, I knew I would record guitar, but initially I was overwhelmed with all the tools like I had and my strength was drums. Yeah. And then I started bringing the guitar in because I was waiting to, for the point where I actually started recording guitar onto the DAW and like bringing it into my sound. And now I feel like my, um, 
basically my style is guitar and heavy drums. Um, but that's going to continue to evolve. I just see that as my strength, right? I think every producer should have their own strengths. Like if you're not that good on the piano, then maybe you're good on something else. Um, and that's why you should bring that to the table. And I think as soon as I brought guitar to the table, it just changed everything because now I'm doing loops. I didn't think I'd be doing that. Um, sending people loops, sending different people like um, guitar packs, not just like beat packs. But at the same time, I'm trying to take my own pace because there's a lot um, of things you can do. So just going at a decent pace because I also started work this September. So now I'm trying to multitask work and music. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, going at your pace, at your own pace is not only key, but not comparing yourself too, because you're always going to want to do more and more and more and more. But yep, your pace is the best pace. Just keep at that is how I always think about it. Yep, yep, yep. And I think um, on that note, it's like producers have phases and it's like one moment you're doing something you think and you're fully encapsulated, but like that um idea or whatever you're doing and then the next moment you're completely over that so it's like when it when it works like that you just have to take things by the moment and just destroy them as you're doing going along and don't be too uh don't look elsewhere you just you know right now you're, you're doing this okay like like in a few weeks or months your vibes are gonna switch up and then you're gonna you know sound different whatever the case may be Exactly. And I love that. I love how you said that. Just destroy them. Each thing you destroy them <laughs> yeah, it's, and just literally pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to have fun with it. Like the, at the end of the day, you're just doing it for fun. And like, uh, I mean, you have to have fun with the process. I, obviously, everyone, all of us would want to bring money into the equation and like, or sometimes even need it. Um, but for me, like, my goal is to just get my sound heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm slowly not even caring about my like producer tag anymore uh, honestly that was out of necessity and i just made it real quick i don't even think it sounds that good but um um yeah producer tag stuff that's a whole other story but um just in terms of like getting my sound uh to like a lot of ears basically yeah is there new goals is there things you want to do in 2021 what's on the what's on the agenda now for you um, the same thing I'm doing, but faster. <laughs> yeah, you've you've uh, you got the skills to bring it to this point to realize, okay, I don't need to do this to get me here. Now you can just double down on that and get yeah. to more ears, like you're saying. Yeah, basically clean up the process, move a little quicker, um, and you know, there's a lot of people that I'd want to work with. Like, I want to work with everyone, but when it comes to me, I'm really, like, perfectionist about things. So I want to hear the person's sound, see where I can bring it, uh, bring, uh, bring them, and, and where I hear their vocals could be or are, um, and, like, what their what the beat could sound like and, like, their overall styles. I kind of try to customize things, um, and it kind of it takes some time doing that but i find that process really cool just like identifying uh where this person could be and the potential of a certain sound right so absolutely um, i i think the balance of that with your work ethic is important absolutely now if anybody is 
looking to contact you if they want to, if they now go, oh, this, this guy's super dope. He does guitar. I need guitar. Where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on IG. Uh, my tags, my handles, Jell Beats, J-E-L Beats. Um, and yeah, just hit me up and then super down to work is just, we all got to go on our own pace, right? Yes, we do. Hey, brother, thank you so much for this. Um, is there any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to share before we wrap this up? No, man, just just appreciate you having me and um, looking forward to uh, where we take things in music and just where you're going, where I'm going, uh, where our community is going. I think it's just, we have to just keep pushing it because it's, you have to push the boundary. Otherwise, you'll stay where you are, right? So um i think if everyone pushes together you break it let's push this man hey congrats yeah, man. on the 24k mood sample pack and i'm excited thank you, thank for you. future holds for you appreciate it man uh thanks for having me man yeah Take have care. an awesome day and try and enjoy the snow <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> we'll do i have a dog so i'm, I'm just chill with him out there there you go and he loves the snow Okay, man, take care right. and peace. Yeah, take care. Peace, peace, peace.